There are plenty of decisions that have to be made regarding retirement and retirement planning. If you're near retirement, we've got four do's, four don'ts, and one never for you. Plus how you can overcome six common financial fears, and it all starts right now. Welcome in to Your Retirement with Sam Dooley. Welcome to Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton for Dual Financial Strategies. And in studio, we have a full studio of Sam Dual, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel uh, this week. And uh, remember, they can always give you that retirement lifestyle review that you desire. And all you have to do is give them a call for that. No cost, no obligation. Sit down with them at 866-203-7486. And when you're standing at the crossroads of retirement, uh, it can feel a lot uh, like that you've got to make some uh, decisions, a uh, lot of them on your plate right now, and everybody seems to have an opinion about things. Uh, but don't worry, we've got some down-to-earth advice here on this uh, show, this segment of the show, so we're going to break it down uh, with four things that you should sh- uh, totally do, and then four things that you might want to avoid over the next couple of segments here, and one thing you should never ever forget about retirement. So uh, uh, let's talk about uh, the uh, ideas, Sam, to uh, go into retirement without having the jitters. And you're going to start off by knowing uh, how much income you're going to need from your investments and when you will need them, because uh, timing is always the key, especially in this economic environment. Yeah, that's uh, that's a risk in retirement is not really knowing when you're going to need the income or what level of income you're going to need. You never want to take excessive risks to achieve your financial goals, especially in retirement. That's the number one rule that uh, people of, of means, people that have saved uh, considerable amounts of money for retirement, that's their number one rule is they will never, ever place more risk against that money than what's necessary to provide their income from them. Because recovering from significant losses, it's not only is it more challenging during this stage of your retirement, it may be impossible. You may literally not be able to ever recover from it. So dial back the risk. Assess the required retirement income and guaranteed income from sources like Social Security and pensions, things of that nature. You want to have guaranteed, steady, reliable income that's going to cover those expenses. I mean, you can invest in the stock market. We can we can adjust a portfolio allocation to cover anything like that. However, the portion of this that is necessary for you to live every month, it needs to be stable and it needs to have a very solid foundation under it. And you want to be balanced. If we're looking at a growth aspect, we need to tackle income first. We need to get that money flowing to you. And then and only then can we come back and start to look at growth of assets that you have. Consider retaining investments for regrowth, but we do not want high risk, high reward things in there. Singles and doubles are just perfectly fine at this stage in your life. Absolutely true. And now uh, also, Andy, uh, don't uh, be listening to the noise. Tune out the noise. That's another do. Well, we talk about this all the time. The news, unfortunately, is really challenging to pick out what's fact and what is not. So the retirement planning advice is everywhere. I mean, you'll hear it everywhere and ads are popping up on everything, social media, TV, whatever. So it's very important that you know and understand what it is that you are trying to accomplish and know and understand who it is that you're trying to work with. So the louder at times that people are, you know, that may not be the ideal person that you want to work with. Finding someone who is a good fit for you is 
very, very important in the world of retirement planning, making sure that they know and understand what your goals and what your dreams are and know and understand how to accomplish those within this conversation. Retirement is complicated. It is a massive puzzle and it is a ton of pieces to have to put together. So you have to make sure that not only are you looking at your finances, but you're looking at healthcare, you're looking at the um, estate planning side of things that you are covering all the bases. Sam talks about taxes all the time and how important they are to your retirement planning. This has to be a paramount conversation when you're talking to someone and making sure that they have your interest in mind. Absolutely. we got the four do's and the four don'ts here about retirement. And uh, one of the uh, do's, uh, Luke, is uh, do prepare for the unexpected. Absolutely. Have a plan in place, but then we know that Things might change. Expenses might come up. So within your income plan, you want to have an income plan, just as Sam was talking about, to cover your living expenses. You'll want to break down, you know, which which of those are discretionary? What is the extras? Which is non-discretionary? Kind of your food, clothing, shelter type money. The tools you use for each of those buckets should be vastly different because there's a very different goal for them. But we also want to plan for surprises. So we don't know what might happen down the road. Retirement's 20 to 30 years. So position funds for access, you're still going to need an emergency fund. So keep those accessible. You know, we're thinking high yield savings accounts, money markets, things like that, where you can dip into them very easily should that emergency arise, when the emergency arises. And Sam, with the final of the four do's is do keep that plan on track. Yeah, you've got to stick to it, Chuck. I mean, stick to itiveness is the key here. You have to go for a retirement plan from the very beginning that you can stick to. It's got to be realistic. It has to align with your budget, your income, your goals. You've got to stay current. I mean, even the best plan is going to change. It's going to need some tweaks along the way. You've got to keep it updated based upon life changes, based upon market shifts, based upon economic shifts. You have to have all of those types of things. And you need to have a trusted advisor advantage. You have to have someone in your corner that's not only watching your portfolio, communicating with you, and suggesting uh, adjustments to keep you on track. Chuck, you also have to have someone in your corner that may have to tell you or that's willing to tell you what you may not want to hear. I've had to have this conversation with people before where we got into retirement. We spent a lot of time laying out the plan. They communicated their income goals to me. They communicated everything to me. Everything was good to go. And then all of a sudden, we get into retirement, and they are spending way above plan. They're making excess purchases. They're wanting to buy properties. They're doing everything that they said they weren't going to do. And I've had to have conversations with people in the past, Chuck, and it's never pleasant. It's never easy to say, look, you got to back off. It's like, we're not going to be talking about running out of money at some point in time here and you wondering what happened when you are the cause of it. You're spending too much money. I call it having champagne taste when you should be on a Budweiser budget. So make sure your advisor is willing and able to have those difficult conversations with you as well, because if you get too far afield, they need to have the tenacity and the backbone to step in and try to reel you back. Absolutely. All right. We did the four do's. Now the four don'ts here. We're going to uh, not ignore inflation. Don't ignore it. Right, Andy? Absolutely not. Really, inflation is subtle and it's not always obvious, but it does quietly erode your retirement savings over time. So when we look at things like 
fixed index growth only annuities, an alternative to consider for better inflation protection, I guess, um, or performance tied to the market. You know, payments are based on stock market index performance like the S&P 500. They protect you against losses. So that's an added benefit as these annuities are shielded from market downturns. So you have to look at tools and instruments that are out there that can take some of the risk off the table and give you some confidence that when you're looking at income, you know what your income is going to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. And Luke, don't overlook uh, fees that you're paying. And I think that's one of the areas where people don't, uh, you know, they don't read the fine print or they don't ask uh, their uh, advisor about them. Right. And some of it is it's not very transparent. Um, for example, you know, mutual funds have something called an expense ratio. So this is the cost that covers the fund's annual expenses. And it's challenging to spot these fees because they're they could be buried in a 137-page prospectus. Um, even according to the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, a small difference in fees between a fund can have a significant impact over time. So you want to understand what are those expense ratios associated with your mutual funds, and mutual funds will bill those on a daily basis. So they're going to pull that fee out every single day. You're not going to see it unless you read it in that prospectus or someone's having an honest conversation with you. And then as you're exploring other tools outside of the market, maybe, maybe you explore an annuity. Um, but you want to be mindful of the fees with annuities as well. In particular, the variable annuity, because those variable annuities have mutual funds in it. And just like I just mentioned, the mutual fund has expense ratios Well, it's no different here. We're still using a mutual fund, so the expense ratios exist. And then there might be riders or enhancements. Well, of course, those come with fees. And it's not uncommon for a variable annuity to see 3 4% on an annualized basis. That's just eroding your hard-earned money. And then when it comes to advisory fees, it's also crucial to understand the fee that you're paying, maybe on an annualized basis. And also, in addition to just the fee, what kind of value are you getting? Are they helping you with taxes? You know, a a proper advisor, if they're helping with taxes and income, they're going to pay for that advisory fee just from all the other help in addition to providing you assistance with maybe the asset allocation and how your investments are structured. All right, we've got two more don'ts. We've got to hustle through those. And what do you mean by don't uh, chase the sizzle, Sam? Well, just that. I mean, a lot of times people uh, get all excited about the yield on an investment. And they're like, oh, this has got such a high yield, it's it's paying me. But there's definitely a risk. I, the number one thing I've seen people get destroyed on there, Chuck, uh, is real estate investment trusts, or what we would call a REIT, R-E-I-T. Uh, a lot of times people will chase that uh, real estate investment trust sizzle, and yeah, they're paying 8% until they're not, uh, and then you're in trouble. So if you want yield... Use companies that have strong fundamentals. They show consistent earnings. Try to rein in your emotions. Uh, This is an aspect of what we do called behavioral finance. Uh, Fear, greed, pride, regret. Those can all threaten a well-structured plan. Um, You have to be able to tame them. You have to be able to understand that these emotions are universal. But a good advisor will help you through that. And then lastly, Chuck, never, ever, for any reason under the sun, do you pursue the hot tip. It's like everybody and their brother and every magazine or, uh, you know, Internet subscription that you have always has the hot tip. But I'll tell you, after 23 years of doing this and seeing thousands upon thousands of people, amateur investors are a lot like amateur poker players in that they tend to talk a whole lot more about their wins than they do their losses. So. Don't pursue the hot tip. 
it's always been amazing to me, Chuck, how I've noticed that over the years, the guys giving the tips are the ones with the least amount of money. So you figure it out. Absolutely true. Well, you're going to get the right advice and uh, not those hot tips that uh, you uh, are, are seeking when you uh, realize that it's all about your retirement and uh, let Dual Financial Strategies help you with it. As Sam said, uh, with their 23 years of experience, it's 866-203-7486. That's the number uh, to get a uh, complimentary assessment of your retirement and get that retirement lifestyle review. They have a Green Bay office in an Appleton office, so anywhere you're listening to us in the Fox Valley, remember that number is 866-203-7486. What's happening in the next segment? Retirement is the start of a new phase of life, and when you mark the beginning of that new chapter, oftentimes there are surprises that accompany that transition. To help you prepare for financial fears that accompany retirement, we break down six of the biggest and how to overcome each one. We'll be right back. Welcome back to your retirement. I'm Chuck Caton sitting in uh, the studio with Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel of Duell Financial Strategies. And their phone number once again, in case you missed it before the break, to get that uh, retirement lifestyle review and that complimentary sit down with them uh, to discuss your retirement is 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. All right, retirement's the start of a new phase of life. We all know that. And when you mark the beginning of that new chapter, oftentimes there's some surprises that accompany that transition. Uh, and uh, so an effort to keep uh, a preparation situation for some of the more common surprises that are on that road to retirement. We're going to break down eight of them right now in this segment and how to take each of them in stride because the fears associated with retirement are pretty standard uh, when, uh, making a pivotal transition from your work world to retirement, and it's uh, important to work through all these uh, common things. So uh, folks have become consumed by fears rather than enjoying retirement. Uh, they're fearing it here, maybe the fear of running out of money, and they become haunted by looming concerns, worries, and those fears. But uh, we're here to try to eliminate those. And we're going to dive into the most uh, common financial fears, see if um, you may have them as you approach retirement. And Sam, Andy, and Luke are going to be offering tips for eliminating them once and for all. All right, financial fear number one. Uh, we uh, discuss it ad nauseum here in the uh, last few months, especially with the economy, Sam, and that is inflation. Everybody fears it, but what can we do about it? It's uh, almost kind of like the weather. You don't have any control over it. Yeah, it strikes a lot of fear into the hearts of retirees, uh, and for good reason. I mean, a, a well-laid retirement plan could be absolutely wrecked by a rapid decline in the value of the dollars you've socked away. You know, we hit a 40-year high in inflation in 2022, and this really brought this inflation thing to the surface because for many, many years, people hadn't even mentioned inflation. It just basically was non-existent. But if you're working with a financial professional that has a lot of experience in this, that's seen 20-plus years of the ups and the downs, they will have the ability to be able to explore the ways in which you're positioned for retirement. So not only to alleviate and assuage your concerns, but also to learn about options that are available to you. And also understand, this is very, very important. Not all inflation is created equally. 
The Consumer Price Index, the CPI, that's what you hear quoted all of the time by the talking heads and by the media and by the politicians. They're always talking about the CPI. That attempts to capture the activity of all U.S. consumers. And folks, that's not necessarily you because you aren't the same consumer in retirement that you were when you were working. So how do you overcome it? Options. You have tons and tons of options. You can continue to strategically build a plan, tweak a plan that will help you with your fears of inflation. It will help you utilize assets that hedge against inflation. Every one of these things we're talking about, there's always something on the opposite side of that where a professional could guide you through the process of which assets, things like commodities, things like treasury bonds, things even like real estate that might be best suited for you. Proper diversification is the key to combating the inflationary pressures and mitigating the damage that they could cause. Absolutely true. All right, we are talking fears that you may have as you approach retirement here with Sam, Andy, and Luke of uh, Dual Financial Strategies. So, Andy, here's financial fear number two, uh, Social Security. I know we've got a lot of listeners in their 40s and 50s who think that Social Security is not going to be there when they need it. Well, Social Security is a huge topic right now, and we hear it all over the news. <clears throat> Social Security, though, was never intended to be the sole source or primary source of your retirement nest egg. And that's because long ago, when this was all started, you also had pensions that were common and normal. And so consequently, it was just supposed to be for those people who were destitute, needed some extra help, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, there were tons and tons of people that were participating and paying into the social security system that are just not there today. So knowing and understanding when to take your social security benefits is obviously a common question for folks. And that's what makes holistic and comprehensive planning process so essential to your retirement. <clears throat> How to out overcome it. Any of these moves can help you delay tapping your social security benefits. I mean, let's face it, it's an 8% increase every year that you do not turn on your social security. And I know a lot of you are like, well, I when I turn 62, I want to turn it on right now because I want to make sure that I get my money out of the account. Well, the rules have not changed at this point in time. For your benefit, taking that 8% increase can make a major difference over the course of your lifespan. And let's face it, most people are living well into their 80s, into their 90s, and some beyond. So it's important that we look at, if we're talking about inflation also, it's important that we look at how do we maximize all of your dollars and cents to make it last as long as possible for you. And in some cases, do we create your own pension that you cannot outlive with other dollars? So these are all important questions to have a discussion about. Absolutely. And it's 866-203-7486 if you want to discuss Social Security, because I know that uh, the COLA has just come out. The cost of living uh, adjustment is, uh, well, it's supposed to be about 3.2%. Got a little bit spoiled in 2023, I think we would all admit, with uh, whatever it was, 8.7% or something like that because of inflation. But uh, Slightly fictitious, however. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And, and you know, when it comes to that, Andy, let's let's talk about Social Security. That fear. I don't know if uh, that doom and gloom uh, date of 2034 is actually uh, going to be the uh, the end of the spigot because let's let's face it, there's too much of a voting population, especially at that time. Not only the baby boomers were maybe phasing out, but the next generation that are <laughs> are going to vote you out if you vote out Social Security in Congress. Well, I do agree. I think there's not a politician right now that 
can essentially do anything or make that decision because they don't have the spinal fortitude to do that. (laughs) So, you know, yes, does there need to be some rehabbing done? Probably. Um, I know they're talking about some things, but again, I think you're right. I don't think there's a politician out there today that has the spinal fortitude to get that done. And, you know, the public does not understand the nuances. So consequently, um, there's a lot of misunderstanding that goes into this process. All right. All right. We have covered two of the three financial fears here on this segment of your retirement. Uh, Fear number one was inflation. Fear number two is what is the state of Social Security and will Social Security be there when I need it Uh, in uh, the parlance of some of those who are in their 50s and 60s right now and even in their their late 40s, uh, they may be thinking about it. Well, Luke, here comes financial fear number three, and that's the fear of the unknown. What's next? Uh, You know, when we... Uh, are retired, uh, we're going to have to develop a purpose, I suppose, right? Absolutely. I've met with several people over the last few weeks that struggle as they think about, you know, what's next after, you know, working and spending so much time at work. Um, Retirement can be an emotionally complex time for many. Some are thrust into retirement situations earlier uh, due to layoffs or something like that or illness. Others have poured into their careers for so long that they struggle knowing what else to do. Um, So don't hesitate to seek out the help of a professional who can help you understand your fears, help you work through the issues um, that you're going to go through as you make this transition. Um, I think another, you know, challenge for people too, um, maybe, maybe earlier in retirement, once they've already made the decision and made the transition is, is starting to actually tap that money. And I know it sounds funny, but you've always contributed. You've always seen that account grow over time. You've gotten the match from work and now you're going to go into retirement and maybe you're concerned because it's like, am I going to be able to stay retired? You know, people are living longer. Um, I don't want to have to touch that money. So whether you're nearing retirement or already retired, it's never too late to find your passion, your purpose, rediscover maybe your meaning for life. Um, Take this one step at a time to avoid emotional decisions by working with somebody who can assist you in determining first when and if you can retire. It starts with a casual conversation. It really does. And Sam, let's talk about what dual financial strategies can do for our listeners. Yeah, and that casual conversation, Chuck, is designed to give you a true understanding of where you are. If what we're talking about has struck a chord with you and you want to be certain you're on the right path with your own plan, then give us a call. All you have to do is pick up the phone, call Rick, sit down with us in our Green Bay or our Appleton office, and we'll have a conversation with you to find out where you're at. We keep openings on our calendars just for the listeners, so don't hesitate. Pick up that call, that phone. Quit procrastinating about it. We want you to be making informed decisions moving forward because throughout our years of working with folks in Green Bay and Appleton and in the Fox Valley, we found that a lot of you don't have a true understanding of three basic things. One, Number one, you don't know how much you're paying in fees and commissions. You know they're there, but you have no idea or no ability actually, from a a software perspective, to be able to ferret them out. Number two, you don't know how much unnecessary risk you're taking. We see this all the time where people come in and they think they're positioned in one manner and it turns out that they are positioned completely different than that. So let's find out through comprehensive 
software programs like Riskalyze that do not have a sales bias to them. Let's find out exactly where you are. And number three, you don't understand the tax implications of your retirement savings. The vast majority of you have put the majority of your money into your qualified retirement plans, your 401ks, your 403bs, your 457 plans. You followed the advice you were given, and now you're realizing that that advice was absolutely dead wrong, and you have built yourself a tax trap of momentous size. So let's figure out what are the tax implications going to be, and how do we get you to have the least amount of impact from the, from the tax people on your savings. So give us a call. We'll sit down with you, help you understand how each of these impact uh, issues is impacting your plan. And we find in many meetings, Chuck, that we end up answering questions that folks didn't even know they needed to ask. Tell them how they can connect with us. Absolutely. It's uh, 866-203-7486. That's the phone number, uh, 866-203-7486. Now, they've got an office in Green Bay, one in Appleton. So uh, when you're listening to us in the Fox Valley, uh, never fear uh, the dual financial strategies folks who have over 23 years of experience in helping people as fiduciaries, which means you come first. That advice is uh, targeted to you and uh, custom for you. You'll get that retirement lifestyle review, as Sam said, and uh, that is invaluable. 866-203-7486. We will assuage fears. We've uh, come up with three of them. We've got three more coming up, don't we, Sam, in the next segment? We do. And when we return, we're going to finish the list of financial fears that you folks encounter on your road to retirement, and we're going to offer you tips to help you overcome each one of them. You don't want to miss number six. And we are back on your retirement. I'm Chuck Caton along with uh, Sam, Andy, and Luke, Mr. Tool, Ms. Schooler, and Mr. Van Abel. And it's Dual Financial Strategies. Once again, 866-203-7486. That's the phone number. And, uh, well, you want to be proactive in your approach to your fears about financial future and retirement and find that peace of mind that you deserve on that journey to the bright new phase of life. Remember, keep it positive. Retirement should not be one of those things you fear. But we do have three more. And as Sam said, the teaser is uh, number six later on. So we're going to dive into the... uh, Next, uh, uh, three of the six fears that uh, folks face uh, during this journey for retirement, and we're going to learn how to overcome each one once again. All right, let's go to financial fear number four, Sam, and that is another thing that we cannot control. Uh, that we, it's market volatility and other economic concerns. Yeah, it comes all back to what we talked about in a previous segment where I was talking about that uh, behavioral finance thing. You cannot control what the market does. You can't control what politicians do. You can't control any of these things. You have zero, zero ability to control any of them. But you can control your emotions. Market volatility, bull markets, bear markets, fears of recession. Those are very common reoccurring themes, folks. And they have been in the world since the financial markets began. There has always been market volatility. There's always been bull markets and bear markets. There have always been recessions. And here's the reality of this. There always are going to be, no matter where you are in your retirement cycle. So it just emphasizes how important it is to, number one, 
not have all of your eggs in one basket, have a good, well-diversified, unbiased mix of growth potential, income potential, things that have safety and guarantees built into them. We want all of those things, not just a couple, because you tend to panic when markets go down, then you sell out of fear. But this strategy isn't feasible. It isn't feasible for the short term or the long term, nor does it provide much of a solution. I've seen people that sold out of the market when it was volatile in the past, and then they either didn't go back in or they made the number one mistake of going back in when it was too high. They accomplished absolutely nothing. As a matter of fact, I will tell you this. In 23 years, Chuck, thousands upon thousands of people that I have spoke to and been in front of, I have never, ever in that time frame met someone who market timed successfully. That is, they got out at the right time and they got back in at the right time. Folks, it's simply impossible to do. And the reason why it's simply impossible to do is because you don't know what the market's going to do in the next 15 seconds, much less the next 15 days or 15 years. And all of a sudden, you're just playing defense and you're hoping and you're praying that you get it right. Hoping and praying should not be two words that you have built into your retirement plan. So how do you overcome this? It's scary. We get it. We understand it. It's even more scary for you because you're a retiree. But jumping out of stocks because the market lurches is never a good idea. Making some sort of a rash decision because some moron talking head on TV is reading off of a teleprompter, has absolutely no clue what they're talking about, or even somebody on the radio have absolutely no clue what they're talking about. I hear this with the national programs all of the time where they just say the most stupid things and they make no sense and they have absolutely no bearing on what you're doing. That's where you have to have that professional that's sitting in front of you so that they can explain to you the importance of considering these alternative options. The sooner you begin planning, using this well-diversified list of investment vehicles and getting rid of your biases, getting rid of your inherent biases and utilizing investments that offer you stability, that offer you less risk, that do what they say they're going to do, the better position you'll find yourself in. Absolutely true. And uh, you want that uh, solid advice, it's 866-203-7486. That's how you can make that no-cost, no-obligation appointment to sit down with Sam, Andy, or Luke and get that retirement lifestyle review and uh, talk about all of the things that we are uh, discussing here in terms of your possible fears entering retirement. All right, financial fear number five, Andy, is something uh, when we talk about no control over market volatility, we have some control over our health naturally, knock on wood, but there's potential health care costs for you and your spouse. That can sometimes not be avoided. That is true. Fidelity actually estimates a couple might need almost $300,000 in today's dollars just to cover medical expenses in retirement. And medical costs are rising at a rate that's well above the average inflation, meaning you would need to have even more set aside for when you retire. So to try and overcome that, it is a potential illness down the road, eroding your retirement nest egg, absolutely possible. And so you have a few alternatives to cover any of those medical expenses for you or your spouse, but you may encounter those during your golden years. And it's no secret our health deteriorates as we get older. It's also no secret that healthcare is expensive. I mean, a report from the Employee Benefit Research Institute shows that a 65-year-old man would need to save $142,000 to have a 90% chance of affording his healthcare expenses in retirement. 
That is also excluding, not including, long-term care that are not covered by Medicare or private insurance. So this is where we come to the rubber meets the road. You've got to have extra money out there. You probably are going to need some sort of long-term care benefits for you and your spouse because seven out of 10 people are going to need some sort of assistance with long-term care. So when we talk about long-term care, it's not necessarily the traditional long-term care plan. So we can talk about that if you come in and sit down and talk to us. But from a standpoint of there are alternatives that can help and there are alternatives that can help mitigate some of those costs that are associated with long-term care or just aging. Absolutely true. And uh, that includes some life insurance, maybe uh, the uh, health savings plans uh, and long-term care plans. There's a lot of tools uh, that we can talk about uh, and that you can discuss with uh, Sam, Andy, or Luke when it comes to health care and how to pay for it in retirement. All right. we uh, Sam, you said it before the break, and I know Luke's going to talk about this one why is financial fear number six so noteworthy to listen to? Well, I'll tell you what, Luke, you tell me. <laughs> Do you want to run out of money in retirement? Most people would answer no to that, and that's a big looming fear in the back of their mind. And whether it's the market that you're concerned about, like Sam was talking about, whether it was healthcare, like Andy was talking about, we know uh, Allianz recently did another study this year that a whopping 61% of you surveyed um, reported that they were afraid of running out of money. Um, and that fear was even greater than uh, death itself. So we know that life expectancy, lifespans are getting longer because the census data is showing us this. The longer you live, the greater your chance of running out of money, especially if you follow the outdated rules built around shorter retirement periods. So how can you overcome this? Well, you can sit down with a financial professional. Um, I would say that that should be a specialist, someone who specializes in retirement. There's a unique set of tools, resources, things that need to be focused on for those of you that are in or near retirement. And discussing your situation in detail, in both a practical and proactive way to determine what is the next right step for you, depending on where you are. And once you meet with the advisor and discuss your situation, including things like your goals, needs, plans, investments, you'll have a comprehensive and even customized plan for you that guides you not only to retirement, but also through those golden years. It's really interesting, too, because uh, when we, you talk about those plans, Luke, uh, they are not just set in stone for everybody. Because when you sit down individually with people that uh, work with you, uh, you find out, don't you, what they need. And that need could be different from client to client. Yes, absolutely. Everyone is very unique. Um where they come from, their relationship with money, what they're looking for, what they want to accomplish. So your retirement plan should meet that uniqueness. It should be very customized to who you are and what you're trying to accomplish. All right, Sam, that brings me to your book, Second Printing Now. Maybe it's going into the third pretty soon. That's a purpose determines placement. That's right up the alley of what we're talking about here and how you can help folks. Yeah, we, um, well, We'll have to do a third printing on it next year. I always have to update that every year as, <clears throat> as tax regulations change and things like that change. So, yeah, you can look forward to that third printing. We're into second printing right now, but we'd love to get a copy of that in your hands. 
Um, we'd like to get a copy of that in your hands, and we'd like to do that along with spending some time with you to give you some better answers. Listen, I'm very passionate about my belief. We all are. Andy, Luke, Lake, myself, we're very, very passionate about our belief that you deserve a confident, independent retirement. That's what you've worked hard for. That's what you deserved. That's why we put so much passion into our radio shows. We put so much passion into our television shows, into the book that I've written. We want you to come in for a consultation. Stop procrastinating on this. You've been listening to us for a long period of time. Quit procrastinating. We're going to help you determine how to prepare your portfolio so that you can handle risks like inflation, like stock market volatility, like taxation. You've worked your fingers to the bone. Blood, sweat, and tears to get the money that you've got. We'll work just as hard to help you grow it, preserve it, and spend it effectively. We often work with folks who saved over a million dollars for retirement. But if you're focused on building a retirement plan and you've saved at least $250,000, then let's connect so that you can get a fact-based approach and better answers to your financial challenges and objectives. And if you call right now, Going to get you a copy of that book of mine, Purpose Determines Placement. We'll have that for you in the meeting. That's a great and valuable resource for you as well. Chuck, tell them how they can get their free copy of the book and how to get a hold of us. Well, it's very simple. There's the number. It's a toll-free number as well at 866-203-7486. 866-203-7486. Now, uh, wherever you're listening to us, remember that Dual Financial Strategies have a couple of offices uh, one in Appleton, one in Green Bay. And so that number again is 866-203-7486. And you will uh, meet, you know, you'll discuss your situation, you'll uh, get comfortable with either Sam, Andy, or Luke uh, in the office and get that retirement lifestyle review, get that ball rolling. Uh, because if you're in that uh, realm five to seven years before retirement, we call it the retirement red zone since it is the Packer football season there. Uh, that's what you want to do is to prepare yourself for your retirement. 866-203-7486. Fast-moving show, Sam, but we've got one more segment. Yep, always what the listeners enjoy. And we come back, we're going to get to those questions that you've sent us, and we're going to talk about some fun facts regarding retirement. We'll be right back. And we're back for Dual Financial Strategies. I'm Chuck Caton each and every week with Sam Dual, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel. We have that full studio here. And again, that phone number to make a no-cost, no-obligation sit-down, your initial appointment, discuss your retirement, is 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. All right, we've got four people on the docket here. We're going to start with uh, Sam. You are all set to go, are you not, uh, to Ready answer to a question from Denmark. Not the Denmark, but Denmark, uh, uh, Wisconsin. and it's A the, Denmark. Yes, it is a Denmark. Uh, a line of Denmarkation, I guess you'd have to say. All right, David's there, and uh, he says, I've got $1,750 in savings. But I've got $7,000 in debt at a 25% interest rate. Sounds like a credit card to me. <laughs> I hope it is at least. My monthly expenses, David says, are $3,500. So should I build an emergency fund to pay off that debt? Uh, David, that debt 
is your emergency. <laughs> you need to be tackling that and paying that off as fast as you possibly can. I don't care if you have an extra $10 to send in on that, send it. That 25% interest rate on your savings, you said you had 1750 bucks saved. David, that $1,750 is equivalent to one year's interest on that credit card debt. Get rid of that credit card debt and don't ever do that again. It, it, will, it will destroy you. Do you need to build an emergency fund? Yes, after you get rid of the credit card debt. It doesn't make any sense mathematically. If you are building an emergency fund, you need one. So keep the $1,750, I think. But take any extra money you've got, and instead of putting it into a 3% market, uh, you know, money market account or something like that, put it towards that. If, if you're making, think about this, if you're making 3% on savings money and you're paying the credit card company 25, that's still a 22% deficit that you have. So I know I'm belaboring the point, but this is not good debt. This is horrible okay. debt. This is the kind of debt that will damage you very badly so get rid of the debt take every spare penny that you have get rid of that seven thousand dollar credit card debt and if you have to i mean if you need a little intervention there talk to your friends talk to your family have a uh, you know have a credit card burning ceremony uh and get rid of that thing because that is absolutely highway robbery you know chuck it amazes me that the the folks in washington dc the doe heads up there uh, they want to go after, you know, title loan companies and payday loan companies and stuff. They're saying these are obscene amounts of interest. Yeah. Good Lord. But yeah. they don't say anything about the credit cards. And the reason why they don't say anything about the credit cards is because the banking industry is one of the biggest contributors to their campaigns. So it's like they're not going to say anything to the credit card companies. But, David, you make your own stand and you do what they're not going to do for you and get that paid off. Absolutely true. All right, let's go to uh, Appleton now. And Andy Rowland is there with the question for you uh, he wants to know can i deliberately uh exceed contribution limits on a 401k plan i assume some tax benefit would be lost but it still seems like a a decent place to uh, invest some extra funds Hi, Roland. Good question. Um, the IRS actually does not really allow for excess contributions to your plan. You have limits. So they set limits every year for how much you can put in, and there's additional limits for your employers. But right now, if you're over 50 years old, you can contribute up to $30,000 to your retirement 401k. Now, you can always chuck and have a an outside IRA plan. So you could chuck money into that up to $7,500, but you're limited on that as well. And that is, if you had an outside Roth and an outside traditional IRA, you would be limited to that as a total between those two accounts. So mm-hmm. it's important to know and understand those limits. I mean, the IRS will... Um, if you put extra money in there, there's actually tax penalties that they will hit you with for mm-hmm. putting additional money into your 401k. For so an excess contribution. For an excess contribution. So it's important that you stay within those parameters. If you have excess additional money, discretionary money that you want to do something with, you might want to consider some tax-free options. And, and that can get into working with someone who knows and understands what are the true tax-free options that are available to you and where can you put your money that makes the most sense based on your risk tolerance. And that's the other area, Andy that we find people they're building a tax trap is basically what they're doing i talk Mm -hmm. about this at length in the book purpose determines placement we talked about it i think in an earlier segment on this show where people putting money into that 401k above the company contribution and the company match 
all you're doing in that case, Roland, is you're just building yourself a tax trap. Uh, and unfortunately, you get those balances up there real high and you don't realize it until it's too late that you've made a deal with the federal government uh, and the state government, too, for that matter. Uh, where taxes are going to come due on that account at some point in time, and you realize that this was not a good move for you at all. Absolutely. Darned if you do, darned if you don't. You know, we talk about savings at a 401k, but I guess uh, you better pursue Roth because that's the only way uh, that uh, you can avoid uh, that high taxation. And it's all about the retirement lifestyle review that we always talk about. 866-203-7486 is the number to reach Sam, Andy, or Luke. And uh, Luke, now we've got uh, Pat in Menasha uh, wants to know uh, a little bit about, uh, uh, well, separating from a financial advisor. I guess it's always a difficult discussion, but Pat said, I recently uh, separated from one who uh, mostly invested in stocks and ETFs uh, and now posed to uh, change these investments. And my current financial advisor has recommended a mutual fund with a 0.72% expense ratio that essentially has a uh, a ratio of 60-40 stocks to bonds. So does this make sense? And is it true that there are hidden fees in mutual funds? Hi, Pat. Thanks for writing in. Um, Well, sorry to hear about the separation. I mean, I guess I'd be curious to know why the separation um, as I answer some of the other questions. Um, You'd have to reach out for that, for us to have that discussion. But it's hard to speak... um, to the specific nature of, you know, what blend should your portfolio be 60, 40, 70, 30, what other tools should be used without having further discussion about your risk tolerance um, and so forth. I'm assuming uh, that you had an in-depth conversation with the new advisor about your comfort level with risk, your expectations around what could happen in a volatile market, and maybe where your Uncle Sam or break point would be. Um, But on the note of fees, hidden fees within mutual funds. Yes, hidden fees do exist within uh, the financial world. And one of the worst culprits here is actually the mutual fund. Mutual funds have something called an expense ratio. This is the average annual fee that is going to be deducted on a daily basis from your investment. It can cost 1%, 2%, 2 2.5%. Uh, very few funds do have uh, an, a higher expense ratio than even two and a half percent. But mutual funds typically carry a much higher expense to invest in them than, say, an exchange traded fund or an ETF, because there's a management team involved with each and every mutual fund that you have. And of course, they want to get paid. And so that's where that ex- a lot of that expense fee is going to. So Actually, prior to making the change, when you had the stocks and the ETFs, you likely had a much lower cost uh, portfolio. And so that was the reason for wanting to better understand why you left, because it was likely something else that was going on. Maybe it was lack of communication or a myriad of other things. So as an independent fiduciary based firm, we prefer the ETF or the exchange traded fund over the mutual fund because they provide more tax efficiencies lower fees, and a much more well-rounded investment structure. All right. Very uh, comprehensive answer from uh, Luke Van Abel here of uh, Dual Financial Strategies. Now we go to Sam. Uh, Hank in De Pere wants to know, uh, having an old pension that he's planning uh, to roll over into a traditional IRA to take advantage of potential returns greater than the 3% that he's currently getting, 
So is this possible to convert some of uh, that to a Roth as well and then take uh, money out if you uh, need it? Yeah, the answer to the question there, Hank, is yes, you can do that. Uh, a pension is a qualified retirement plan. Uh, the technical name for it, they call them defined benefit plans. That just means that the company was funding that thing and they defined what your benefit was going to be before you ever got to that point in life. So um, it turns into an IRA. When you roll out of a pension, it turns into an IRA. And yes, you can do that. You can then convert some of it, none of it, or all of it to a Roth IRA. You could even do a strategic tax conversion plan to where you were just converting parts of that at a time. Uh, and then you can withdraw the money from it. So yeah, you can absolutely do that, Hank. We see people do that all the time. We assist people with pensions like that all the time. The one deal that I would add to that, however, just as an aside for you, uh, is that you need to think of the pension as protected money. And the reason why I say that is because as I said before, the title of it, a defined benefit plan. The benefit is defined. You need to roll that into an instrument, in our opinion, uh, both from a fiduciary and an ethical perspective. You need to roll that into an instrument that is defined as well. And in most cases, that's going to be either a fixed annuity or a fixed indexed annuity because both of those share a common foundation and that foundation is you can't be credited with a negative rate of return they don't have any fees inside of them if they're just straight up fixed annuities or fixed indexed annuities so you're not burdened with fees and the third thing is you know what the results are going to be you can pre predetermine your results whether that be for returns whether that be for income a myriad of ways to do it but the one thing that i would advise is do not move that pension plan into a market-based investment don't allow someone to convince you to do that because it makes zero sense from a fiduciary perspective or from an ethical perspective as an advisor to take a piece of money that you have that has a foundationally fixed guaranteed basis in it and move it into something that has absolutely no guarantees at all. So absolutely. Yeah. that's the best way to go about moving that pension. But yes, it can be converted to a Roth. All right. So this is the kind of advice that you will be getting when you call 866-203-7486 when you meet with Sam and your Luke at Dual Financial Strategies. Remember, over 23 years of experience helping people just like you uh, uh, engage into retirement and do it successfully. So once again, that number, 866 203-7486. Uh, they are at your service. And this has been a wonderful show once again, Sam. And I know you've got some final thoughts. Yeah, we've had a great time today, folks. We appreciate you tuning in. We, we're looking forward to meeting you, coming in. Let's do a risk assessment for you. Let's do some fee assessments, some tax analysis, answer any questions that you might have. So, Chuck, tell them how they can get a hold of us. All right, once again, as we close it off, it's 866-203-7486. That's 866-203. 203-7486. All right, for Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel, I'm Chuck Caton. Join us each and every week for a, another segment about your retirement. Have a good one. Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.